So after months of literally nothing, we're finally back to doing the Traditionalist Project episodes. I'm your host, Isaac Tahiri, joined today only by Quincy. Uh, and today we're going to be discussing um, the difficulties of navigating biracial identity and cultural expectations. Um, but before we jump into that, I thought I'd just give a couple words on why it's been so long. I think the last episode we recorded was uh, October maybe like October 1st or 3rd or something like that, literally like two months ago, uh, over two months ago. Um, <clears throat> reason for that is there's just been, um, uh, there's been a couple of circumstances and obstacles that have kind of hit each and every one of us uh, that have required more of our attention and dropped podcasting uh, a few pegs down on the priority list. Um, uh, I had to get through graduation and finish uh, my degree. That's all out of the way, finally. Um, and just a whole slew of other things, including the holidays and whatnot, have kind of just taken up our time. Um, but at least for the foreseeable future, um, we have a good game plan ahead of us. And um, we're looking to do this more consistently, take it a little more seriously and uh, grow it and improve it in uh, in various ways. Um, so whether you like it or not, you're going to hear a lot more from us a lot more frequently. So do with that <laughs> what you will. I don't know if you have anything to add to that, Q, but that's pretty much it. It's uh, we've been <laughs> been we've been out of it for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and no, I think you hit it on the head. I think you hit it on that. So yeah, that's uh, yeah, that 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 that's why. But here we are. We're back. We're ready to do it. Um, so let's let's just jump into this. Um, so this topic kind of just came up in conversation as we were sitting and trying to and, and come up come up with a topic. <clears throat> that we think is, is timely, appropriate, impactful, um, and, and interesting, of course. And uh, like I said, it just kind of came up in conversation as me and, and Q were talking. And we were, we were talking about <clears throat> the difficulties that do arise with, with being biracial and, and trying to fit into uh, various different cultures. Um, so I'll kick it off to you, Q. Um, in, in what ways do you feel that being biracial has probably um negatively or, or positively impacted you created difficulties created opportunities you know the whole the whole the whole nine yards um i feel like this whole you know this this question itself is just it's a lot right and it's a lot of personal experience involved with that and i think that um part of where you you know where you're from and where you grew up contributes to to each person's personal experience with um, this question in itself so i want to just as a disclaimer um, when I, when I talk about this, it's, it's my, you know, Quincy Perry's personal experience with these, with these things. And it's not this, um, you know, know all end all be all type situation where everyone experiences this or, or does not, you know, so <clears throat> I'll just, I'll start off with some, with some things that I guess I've really thought about and felt. And, and a lot of it is to me, you know, I try well, hold to, on, hold on, hold on. let's, let's, let's put this and not to interrupt, but. What, why, what, what, did something happen? Was there an event or did, was there something you saw that you were like, uh, hmm, <laughs> like, I want to, I want to look into this. Or like, I have thoughts to say about like, what prompted this? Cause I feel like this kind of topic or genre, at least from, in, in, from me is kind of like, out of, like, not, not what I would usually talk about or what I have a lot of like experiences in or, or reference or, or you know, knowledge. And so what, like, cause when you said it to me, I was like, Oh, like, Oh, wow. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, like not, not an expectation, but so what, what kind of kickstarted that kickstarted that off, I think would be a good thing to establish before we get into the meat and potatoes. 
Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So I think it's it's one of those things that I've I've kind of joked about, um, and it's how I cope with it, you know, joking, but but on and off looking at the world and and uh, I think overall, honestly, looking at the big picture, you know, I, I'm always faced with this weird situation where you look at what's going on in America right now with, um, you know, diversity and understanding of of that and and other culture, and um, was recently offered a job in Colorado, um, kind of regarding some of that, and you know, it'd be a role I'd be filling in on and. Um, I ask myself that question, you know, like, where do I stand? Where do I fit? What do I understand? You know, like, where exactly am I with that? And I think um, it's always such a weird, you know, like weird kind of like limbo spot to be in because I am, you know, African-American and Caucasian at the same time. So it's <clears throat> right. Um, it's always, you know, kind of a <laughs> kind of a battle, you know, and uh, it's kind of been a huge challenge for me to try to like find my niche i guess and and where i fit and and what that means for me you know without totally throwing out because you know realistically i am both and i i have experienced both cultures in in a lot of different ways so um sure sure yeah yeah that makes sense um yeah i just wanted to i just wanted to establish that first as we moved on so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, i guess moving in 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 what ways yeah like i said either negatively or, or positively has it impacted you or have or has it or has it not has it been kind of something that you, you you left on the back burner and it and it doesn't have you know some sort of impact on your life um i mean it's it's definitely you know it's definitely been relevant and and uh with the military and and college and whatnot definitely been something that you you see a lot of and even home life you know and i think that on the positive side of things i think it is kind of nice to be exposed to two different cultures on a daily and uh, be able to understand it. And I think the way my life was and how I've grown up is I've constantly fluctuated between kind of which, and as weird as it sounds, which culture I'm living in, you know, sure. given where I'm at. So um, I think it's done, it's done me a lot of good, but it's also made things, you know, really complicated and where I stand as a person and, and where I should go. And I think um, the positive side of that is, um, I really, I'm really open to, to both, you know, and, and, and I feel like I'm open to understanding and experiencing and knowing both and, and kind of seeing the pros of each culture and then the cons of each culture as well. So there's certain aspects of sure, sure. white culture that I love. And then, then there's certain cult or aspects of African-American culture, black culture that I, that I love myself as well. So, um, on the flip side though, the, the, the negatives are such a weird, um, heavy thing to have to deal with and, and really, is as goofy as it sounds, you know, like, honestly, it's like, well, what do you mean the negatives? You're, you're both, but like, right. Neither culture really accepts me, you know? And it's like, it's not like, uh, you know, I've, I've learned to deal with that and kind of how to traverse that and, and, you know, manage the situation in itself, but it's always so interesting. And, and one of the things that I talk about with that is plain and simple, you know, lighthearted, but just jokes, you know, you look at jokes and it's like this whole thing where, um, people will like say something that is that is like a joke in regards to me being african-american and kind of like laugh about it but then the second that something gets you know too far or it's too serious well and then they'll hit me with the well you're oh, come on you're not really black Hugh. come on you're you're right, right, right you're half right, and half right. you know come on man it doesn't right. really matter so um that's something that again i have to deal with every day and not to say every situation is like that but it's also you know very it's just it's, it's real it's there right yeah 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 and then so um, oh, go ahead i i've i've heard from from friends that I have who are also biracial that it kind of feels like a uh 
like a tug of war in 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 a sense, where either you know uh, the white side of your family expects you to be a certain way, or the, then the the black side of your family expects you to be a certain way, and it's like a it's a lot of like you know you 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 kind of switch between both depending on the circumstance you're in. But I mean, I I, I guess the question would be, do you feel some sort of I don't know tug of war or like some sort of pull from either side and like where you're expected to be or what you're expected to be in, in, in regards to uh, being biracial? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I would say when I was younger, yes, definitely. And now that I'm older, I'm like, I have more of an identity and I, I stand for, you know, who I am and what I believe in. And I'm so, I'm a lot more grounded, I would say, through personal experience and, and life, honestly, happening. Mm. But um, being younger, definitely growing up, it was a huge challenge because, again, how I was raised is my family moved around so much. So, mm-hmm. you know, given that my um, African-American side lived in La Crosse, and my, which is where I was born, and then mm-hmm. my mom's side, which is the white side, lived down in uh, Lake Geneva area, kind of where we're from. And sure, sure. constantly moving between the two, you're exposed to two different cultures. So when I was with my, my dad's side of the family, right, it was a totally, you know, just a different life. It was a different, you know, home life was different. Um, how we talked to each other was different. Everything was just different. And then when you take that back to my mom's side, right? People are like, whoa, like, whoa, you're, you've changed. And I'm like, well, no, you know, this is me. And it's mm. the same thing when I'm going home to lacrosse, right? I go up to my family and then they, they, they like kind of <laughs> they're like, who are you? What you, why do you sound like that? Why do you act like that? And I'm just like, sure, sure. what do you mean? Like, I'm just me. I'm trying to figure this out. Like, please, you know, love me. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a challenge. And I think, with with that being said, it's it goes both ways, right? So I, I don't want to like put this huge thing out where um, my mom's side was like, well, you sound you know quote unquote black or ghetto, and and that right. that wasn't the case, but just how I acted on a day to day was definitely different, and uh, I definitely experienced the same thing from my dad's side, right? Where I go home and I sound like me, and and I get hit with a Q, you know, Q, you're you're you sound so white, Q, or you're you're not black, you ain't one of us, you know, like. And I'm just like, well, what do you mean? Like, I love you guys. I love our culture. Like, I want to be, you know, and like, I guess the question I constantly battled with myself was, um, do I have a right? You know, do I have a right to to say that I'm a black man? Do I have a right to say that I'm a white man? And I feel like um, that was something that was constantly, I guess, that tug of war, you know, that tug of war of, of where do I stand and who, do I need to stand on? Sure. Which side, you know, which side of the fence do I have to stand on? Or can I, can I be in the middle? Can I be both? Can I love both? And, uh, so you would say that you like, it, it was a considerable enough, um, I guess, obstacle in your life that you had to, that you had to jump that. I mean, you would say that, it, I mean, this occupied your mind, you know, more than just a passing thought, right? Like you, these were things that you had to work through. You had to think through and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, which is which is which is which is interesting, um, because we're both biracial. But like, I I don't, <clears throat> I couldn't really say that I've had that kind of experience, um, navigating, you know, being biracial. Uh, um, yeah, and, and there's there's probably a lot of a lot of reasons that go into it, but really, it's almost just kind of been like a like an afterthought to me and it did it it wasn't really until i guess when i went to lacrosse and i was and i was either a sophomore i think i was a sophomore and i was serving on the student senate and there's a 
there's a lot of diversity groups on the student senate. There's a lot of diversity groups on campus, all sorts, you know, Black Student Union, Latin Student Association, like a, a bunch of them, a, bun- a bunch of them. And um, <clears throat> I had just got uh, done at a meeting and I was walking out of the meeting room and someone asked me, they came up to me and they were like, do you identify, how do you identify? You know, and I was like, uh, you, mean? <laughs> you know, like, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, you know, because like it just doesn't like, I've never sat there and I've never like thought to juggle that. And she was like, well, do you identify more? more black or do you identify more more white and then she was like and then, and then there's a, a like a barrage of questions like oh how do you feel about the n-word or how do you feel about this or how do you feel about rap music how do you feel about and uh i guess it like kind of brought to light that people people will based on it's sad but based on how you look people are going to draw certain expectations from you mm, and absolutely. like they're going to draw ex- expectations of how you act how you think how you how you talk you know how you carry yourself um so I, I guess it, I had never really thought about it before, but and I just straight up told her my answer was simple. I was like, I, I don't know. Like I, I don't identify with white or black. I, I can't, to me, I can't choose between those things. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm both like, it would just, it is what I, I am, what I am. Like I can't, it'd be, I would be lying to myself to choose one side. But if anything, I think it goes to show that people, people have that expectation that you're going to be a certain way. And and they kind of need that expectation to like analyze you and to sure. understand you, sure. which is which is strange. Like do which is a whole other question in of itself. Do we need people to to you know identify and and really really um make you know take their race or their racial culture and make that their identity or 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 whatnot? But yeah, yeah, it was just it was just interesting because you know consciously or subconsciously you know, these, you know, how you, how you identify racially or whether it's whether what you personally identify as or what you outwardly appear as like that has consequences and implications on how people view you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which relates back to, you know, you know, uh, people might be saying like, if you were around the black side of your family, like you're, you're not black enough or you're not really black or the white side of your family. Like they look at you like, haha, Yeah. Yeah. The, the black one. And you're like, what? Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or, or think about like growing up in, in, in Delavan, right? We both did. Right. Like, I think what 2% of the city is, is, is black, maybe less. You know what I mean? But if you were in a class or if I was in a class, you know, and something about black people was brought up, everyone's like, you know, it's like, you. Oh, Q. Or Isaac, yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, but then you're also going to say, well, yeah, no. No, you're not real. You know, you're not yeah, real. <laughs> right. But it's interesting. Right. Like these things have these things have implications, and 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 people will put you into, or people, I guess, people want to put you into a certain category because it's just easier to to understand and to and to handle. Sure, sure. Um, Which I guess is a whole different, <laughs> like a whole different podcast episode of like generalizing and stereotyping, and well, you know. That sort of thing. even with what you say though it kind of like gives me something like it just dawned on me actually when you mentioned that um kind of how you sound and and well you're not black yeah and, and you know like yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting who like who kind of accepted me and you know my crowd because of how i sound and i always think about that like if i had sounded different would people's parents be more willing to let their kids hang out with me or more accepting of mm. of uh you know what i'm saying and like that goes right. both ways even like certain groups of of ethnicity you know would they accept me in their group being that i sound the way i do or do i need to compromise how i sound to to fit in and i think that it's kind of interesting that you 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 almost feel a need to fit into one of those roles where it's like hey like if i'm gonna be with these guys i gotta sound this way or Mm. 
if I'm going to be with these guys, I got to sound this way. And I've, and then you've seen it firsthand. You've seen, and I know you've seen it. I've seen it. I've lived it. Right. Yeah, Where yeah, people yeah, yeah. will compromise who they are to, to fit that. And it's, it's very interesting. It's right. kind of, I, think I don't know. There's a whole, there's a whole <clears throat> topic. Um, uh, it was in like one of my sociology courses. It was talked about and, and anthropology, like this idea of like code switching. Right. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And they'll like, they'll like reference like Obama as a speaker. And like they kind of, I guess they they use him as an example of when Obama would be interacting with black constituents, or you know, um, not even just black, but any minority constituents, and how he speaks to them, and how he would act with them, or hold himself, or just posture himself, versus if he was speaking to like white constituents and whatnot. Sure. And it's it's different. You know, it's clearly different. And I think, I think you know what goes into that is just you know fitting in being being relatable you know um being a part of a culture group all, all those all those things um but it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a weird thing to juggle but i can't say that personally i've i've had experiences in which i had to sit there and really think about well where do i fit in 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 this scheme but i mean i guess that's probably uh partly due to my my environment as well you know what i mean well, yeah, it's rural, a, rural it's a Wisconsin, huge. Delavan, like when you when you grow up in it, you kind of just, you know, you don't think you're, you you don't think you're different at all. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> That's actually so true. Yeah, you, you you literally don't understand how different you can be, and 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 I feel like you just kind of, um, do the thing, but. I feel like, uh, you know, one thing that I've seen as well that's kind of just another a little piece, you know, fragment of the situation is, um. And maybe I just don't understand it. You know, maybe I just don't understand it. But at what point do you um, compromise, you know, how you were raised and who you are to fit into, you know, your culture or, or what you or think the culture, culture the culture is. you're desiring to be a part of? Right. So so like kind of just being like blunt about it all is like you see people who um, are infatuated with African-American culture. And what they'll do is, is they'll be raised a certain way. And, and, and again, not to like attack anybody, because I think it's important to to take pride in your culture, to love your culture and, and truly like understand it. But at the same time, I feel like, um, you know, what is that? And I think I've seen people who are raised in the same town we are. Right. And, and they, they, they speak on, um, just completely different, you know, it's, it's, it's actually crazy to me how, how like they feel the need to, and, and the other thing that's really, really odd is that people around them accept it because of the color of their skin. And, um, I just I don't know I don't know like what what that is or how you you know go about changing that or what that means but I feel like people will do that to and and it goes both ways you know with white because you see like people who are white right try to associate themselves with African American culture and they're like shunned from their own culture really right you know or like well that's a, that's a, okay oh man <laughs> that could be a whole other episode too that's an interesting topic of like um. I don't know, like tokenizing a, a, a culture to take part in it. Cause it's funny when you see people that try to do this, like cross cultural uh, um, involvement or participation type thing. When someone is attempting to take part in that culture, they're going to, they're, they are going to exemplify what they think it means to be a part of that culture. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's just um, my good friend, Alariana, 
uh, who's also biracial, we talk about this frequently. Is uh, like when, like it was weird when I went to college, and it's lacrosse, right? So it's like ninety nine point nine 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 percent white, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you notice, you notice what like these these kids are listening to, right? And how they act, right? It's it's all rap music, black artists, like kind of urban culture, hip hop culture. I guess you know what you would call also like black culture and like it's it's and like it's like what it's it's whatever like you you want if you find if you think a certain thing is cool or a certain culture like whatever like whatever we're not here to gatekeep and like bar people and segregate people from cultures I think that's a terrible thing and right I, right. I think attempting to do that is is just reverting back to um a worse time in American history um but it's interesting to see it's interesting to see they become like infatuated with this, this side of culture, this, this certain culture and they want to, they want to play into it. They want to look like it, sound like it, be like it, act like it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But then if they were like actually in it, you know, they're like uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they're like, like, it's like, as long as it's at a distance, we're good. We're all good. But that, like I said, that might be, um, whole other episode yeah it's a huge can of worms it's it's related but it's a whole it requires a whole different yeah no that's that's fair that's fair we're trying to keep it shorter i mean we could we could just go on and on for you know another 45 minutes about what we think but um right 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 so i guess i guess uh, yeah this plays into the next question of like how much of, of of one of someone's personality is a product of i guess fitting the mold so to speak or um trying to find your way into cultural expectations or trends and, and and exist in that kind of that kind of uh environment or sphere or influence you know like how much of what we do is i i, I guess truly us is not what i'm looking for but how much of us is influenced by trying to fit those standards or expectations do you think you know or or, or what from what you see um or what you feel personally, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think my personal opinion is quite a bit, you know, and I think maybe it's because I really, like, try to pay attention to things like that. But I feel like, um, especially in our age, right, I think it's more more relevant in our age because we're trying to figure out who we are. And we're opt to try new things and kind of <clears throat> play these play these roles, even if we don't necessarily agree with them or that's not us. And I think um, kind of it's i mean it's a sad thing to say and see i guess but just from from my understanding you'll see people and their parents when they'll talk about them and they'll say that's not my son that's not my son that's not you know like but that child or whoever is filling this role or you know that's my brother my boyfriend my sister you know whatever it is like oh that's not them that's not them they're on they're doing something else and i think that um in a lot of cases from what i've seen people will try to fit this cultural role and um it's to me again it's it's very like so you're you like you shift your whole identity to to fill this you know this cultural role that you think you need to fill or that you want to fill that you're infatuated with that you love or you think is super cool right and you essentially compromise who you are as a person not to say you can't change or adapt or or soak in new you know but um i think it's a lot honestly it's a lot of who you are i think it 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 can it can totally shift a whole entire person from from you know and i've seen it i think we've all seen it maybe right, someone who is right. something and you're like yeah this person's this they're that they're on top of it and then like 180 and there's something completely different and you're like whoa whoa like who are you right. you know so right 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 
And I think, I think, um, that kind of finding your cultural, I guess, home, you know, is a little, is complicated when, when, when you're biracial, mm -hmm. right? Because there's a lot to choose from. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, the, I, I would say with that too, kind of to just caveat that is the sad thing about that is um, I feel like the way the world is today with whatever you choose, you lose something, you know, you can't, you can't do it all. And, and I think that it is sad to me, you know, that people, um, if I, if I choose to, you know, dive into this culture a little more, I'm going to lose a lot of aspects of this culture. And uh, I feel like, <clears throat> it's tough to find a way to, to really indulge in all of it, you know, and I think you should be able to, I think a person should be able to appreciate all of their culture, all of their, um, you know, who they are. Right. Right. But the issue, you, to... the issue is, I mean, just like that question posed to me, are you, you know, do you identify as white or do you identify as black? Well, what about the third option? You know, the option that I have no choice in is that I am both, you know what I mean? Right. People, people, People like to categorize things. That's what we do. We're it's just natural. We like to put things into categories. It's easier for us to compute knowledge and understand and and you know interact with when we can say this is this and this fits into this and you know this thing is this kind of way and these people are this certain type of way. you know what I mean? Right. It right. Just, because it makes it it makes it easier for us and um, I think a lot of times that leaves uh, people who are biracial kind of in the dust. I mean, I mean, you could even think of like. Um, a lot of the political, civil, you know, social movements that are happening now, um, it's very, <laughs> no pun intended, it's very black and white, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's very, you know, you're either black or you're white, you know what I mean? And like, and um, there's like, hey, you know, there's other, you can believe it or not, be both, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah. But that, that sure. conversation is not in there, you know, it's like. Well, it's a, or, or, or when politicians want commentary or businesses want to promote something and it's like, oh, uh, as a black man or, oh, as a white man. Or, yeah, where do you see like anything biracial? You know what I mean? But it's like, I'm not, I, whatever. Like, I'm not someone that's like losing sleep over like, oh, biracial people aren't being represented. Right. But it's just, it's interesting. It's interesting that um, <clears throat> it's kind of like an overpass. It's like, oh, it's like it's flown over. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree, man. I agree, hundred percent. Because, and I, and I think a lot of what goes into that is, whatever your opinion is as a biracial person on race or culture will never be valid, right? It'll never be enough, because if it, like if we were to sit here and talk about blackness and black culture, well, well, well you're mixed, like you know what I mean? Like you're not, you're not really black, you know what I mean? If I was to sit here and talk about white culture, yeah, and whiteness. Well, you know, you're, you're not really you're, white, you're, right? You know I mean, right. so it's like it's never, it'll never be like <laughs> we could never actually take a valid stance on anywhere on anything. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and I think I've, like, I think I felt that before too, where I've talked about, you know, blackness or whiteness, and you can just kind of feel it. You know, people like they're hearing you, but they're invalidating everything you're saying because because you're not, you know, you're not, you're not enough of one or the other. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's real. Like I felt that, and I and I guarantee that people who have seen me go off on tangents are like yeah whatever dude like yeah you ain't you ain't you ain't even enough you don't yeah even, you ain't even enough the, he said right. you don't pass the test you know what yeah. i mean but it's it's interesting it yeah is, it is interesting and i mean i mean i mean i've had that experience um you know my sister has had that experience we've talked about that before too um she was actually she was like um 
she got in a conversation about uh, a lot of stuff that was happening this summer, a lot of the riots, protests, civil unrest, social, racial unrest, you know, whatever, whatever. And some guy on Instagram, random, random dude, just like went off on her. And I was like, you have no right to be talking or speaking for the black community or black this, yada, 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 you racist, this, this, this. And she's replied, she's like, but, uh, <laughs> like, I'm, but I'm I am, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's like, yeah. but it's, and it's, and it's funny. It's, it's just, it's funny that people that would want to champion, you know, equality and racial harmony and like all this stuff, you know, if you don't fit what they think a black person is, or you don't fit what they think a white person is, like you're done, you're out of here. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it just further complicates, further complicates things. You know yeah. I mean? No, no. And uh, it's funny that you say that too, because I've, again, with everything going on and being in the army and whatnot, experiencing that people's assumptions of who I am and what I think is automatically yeah. this because of my skin color. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. like, hold on now. Like, give me a second to speak for myself. And I think that um, with my, and not to like attack any of my service members or anything like that, because, you know, my brothers, but I feel like, uh, in my unit, you know, there is no African American people. It's very limited. So the uh, the idea is, is all of these people automatically assume, well, the one black guy here has got to think this because, right? Yep, yep, yep. You know, so <laughs> do they get like, do they get like weird around you if like Black Lives Matter or like, yeah, right, you know, news about racial unrest is like brought up and they're like, oh, uh, he's thinking, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 very, yeah. very touchy. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's funny, but uh. Final question, final statement, maybe something uh, rolling too. We, we got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more. yeah. Um, I guess not really a, a final question, more of just throwing it out there. Um, this might this topic of like identity and cultural expectation is something that I think we want to continue talking about and exploring. So really, it'd be really cool and, and interesting and neat if um, if, you know, if you're listening and you have experiences with this or you have something to say about it or you view it a certain a, a different way or, or it's impacted you in a certain way we would love to hear that um you know i think moving forward also we want to keep videos a little shorter we've been we have a tendency to go to like 45 50 minutes and let's be real no one's got time to listen to all that right um, <laughs> so we want to keep it in any anywhere within the 25 to 30 to 35 minute range um so any feedback on that would be cool too like if we should go longer shorter less more um but um yeah feedback feedback is huge and um if you ever have any any comments or anything you want to say whether you like it dislike it or even if you want to send us hate mail like i love that i'll take it um so 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 really in any way that we can get engagement and some feedback would be great because this is not just about us sitting on here and talking to each other uh week in week out and just saying whatever we feel this is this is the the purpose of all this is to get a conversation started is to have those discussions uh held and and ask questions and learn more about each other and learn more about our, ourselves in the process. Um, so that's a yeah, that's really the gist of it. Um, we do get feedback though, and every 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 kind of feedback is appreciated, and it really motivates us to keep going and and, and keep doing this. Um, because if we were just talking to ourselves, that'd be a little awkward. <laughs> just a bit, yeah, just a bit. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, you can reach out to us. Um, we're mainly on Instagram. We do have a Facebook. Um, those are our, our two main platforms. We have a YouTube channel as well that we're looking to explore doing um, like video podcasting um, and whatever that means, whether it's just our face or whether we have a backdrop in a studio. Um, feedback on that would be great too, whether that's a, that's a good thing, bad thing, yes, no, whether it makes a difference or not. Um, all that, all that would be great. We have uh, uh, 
pretty uh, big plans, interesting plans moving forward in terms of getting people involved. Uh, art submissions, poetry submissions, um, uh, comments and questions being incorporated into our podcast. We were putting together a list of guests that we want to have on the show. Um, a lot of stuff. We're just taking a lot more seriously. We have a lot more time, I think, uh, God willing. And uh, yeah, a lot more conversations to be had. Um, that's all I got to say. Anything for you, Q? No, no. I, again, I think you kind of just, you're good at, you're good at it. So um, again, I just want to thank everybody for listening and uh, people, the feedback again, regardless, I've gotten, <clears throat> I know Isaac knows this well, as well. You know, we share, every time we get feedback, we tell each other immediately. Um, yeah. But the feedback is appreciated. If you agree or you disagree, please, please tell me. Um, I don't ever want you to feel like you're not, you know, being heard or that you don't matter. Um, despite, you know, being Caucasian, Hispanic, black, it doesn't matter. Reach out to us, give us that feedback, and we'll uh, hopefully be able to discuss that with you guys. So thanks for listening again. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Again, yeah, thank you. We appreciate all the feedback, positive, negative. We love it all. Um, helps me fall asleep at night, all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll stop talking. Again, thanks for tuning in. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Just search The Traditionalist Project. Um, all of our episodes, quotes, art pieces are all posted there. Um, this has been now the fifth episode of The Traditionalist Project. I'm your host, Isaac Tahiri, joined today by Quincy Perry. Thanks again. Thank you.